Week 8 lines, let's get into it, Sean. Uh, starting off here with the Thursday night game, Tennessee hosting Jacksonville. This line opened up with Tennessee lane three, uh, has since been bet up to three and a half. Over under of uh, 46 and a half has been bet down well to about 43 and a half, 44. Uh, Sean, I got to say, I've, I've been on the Jacksonville bandwagon all season trying to wave people on. Uh, I'm hopping off. I'm hopping off the Jags bandwagon. Uh, very disappointing showing against the Raiders last week. I, I don't think this is a very good team. But, um, you know, one thing when I look at the AFC South is I don't see a lot of separation between any of these teams. So uh, with this three and a half, I think I'm going to grab Jacksonville here. But how about you? So you're back on is what you're really telling me. No, it's just that I don't think Tennessee is very good. I, I, I don't think any of these teams, there's a lot of separation. So I, I think if there's basically uh, more than three points, I'm, I'm going to lean heavily towards the, the underdog. And I, I agree absolutely with you. I'm, if Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Indy are matched up in any games, I'm taking the points every time in those games. So right. it doesn't matter where it's being played. So I like Jags this week. I think they had a chance to cover that Raiders game. Um, you know, Bortles was doing his typical Bortles, you know, garbage time um, game. And, and yeah. actually, I think uh, ended the game with a turnover there. But um, yeah, I, I don't think Jacksonville's a, a terrible team. I think they're actually a better team than Tennessee. So, um, you know, give me the points and you know, I'll, uh, I will not be watching this game. Yeah, an, an interesting um, total, too, because remember the last time these teams played on the uh, Sunday night game, they combined, it was like, you know, uh, 81 points, so it was like 42, 39. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching, but, um, you know, not not enjoying it, maybe. Um, so let's see, moving on here, we have the another London game, uh, Cincinnati and Washington. Line opened with Cincinnati lane two has since been bet up to uh, the Bengals as a three-point favorite over-under of 46.5. I don't really have any thoughts on this game, but how about you? You're seeing a line of of three on that, huh? Because I saw an earlier line of five and a half um, somewhere. So I I definitely like the Bengals in this game. Um, You know, I I think they showed what they're more capable of last week against a you know, a, a much inferior Browns team. But, um, yeah, I think Cincinnati at home, um, you get an average Washington team. This is your, you know, your good, good, bad team. I think every year they, they beat the teams they're supposed to and lose the teams that they're, they're not supposed to win. And this is a game Cincinnati should win, um, I think, fairly comfortably. So give me three points or I'll draw I'll lay three with Cincinnati. Yeah, I think one thing when you when you look at Cincinnati, like you said, they've they've have lost the games that, um, you know, against the tough teams, the Cowboys, the Patriots, um, you know, on the road, both of those games as well as uh, against the Steelers. So, yeah, I think these are two fairly evenly matched teams. But, um, yeah, I think Cincinnati's maybe a little more desperate here. Um, And, you know, Washington's a team that I've got slated to finish around 500. So, so yeah, I would lean towards the, the Bengals as well. All right, so cool. moving on, Sunday games, we have Atlanta at home hosting Green Bay. Atlanta uh, opened as a two-and-a-half point favorite. We'll say that's the prevailing line over under of about 52 and a half, 53. Um, I, I like the, the Falcons a lot here. Um, you know, I've, I've been against Green Bay correctly most weeks. I just I don't think they're 
a great team. I think they're, you know, they're decent enough, but I think Atlanta matches up well with them. And I, I think, uh, you know, coming home after that, well, not coming home, <laughs> but after uh, last week's, you know, tough loss to San Diego, uh, I think this is good bounce back for Atlanta. And, you know, Green Bay, they, they didn't really impress versus Chicago. You know, that I think that game wasn't as close as the final score indicated. Um, you know, the uh, game was 6-3 at halftime, and they right. kind of took, um, you know, a, a Brian Hoyer injury for them to break it open. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the uh, Falcons a lot here. Yeah, and, I, and Dave, you and I are going to agree again. Um, you know, I think if you look at Green Bay's wins this year, none of them have been particularly impressive. Um, you know, really errors made by their team. I thought the defense looked good last week, um, which was, was good to see against, you know, a, a fairly decent um, uh, Chicago run, def- run offense. Uh, but, you know, you look at an Atlanta team that really has a lot more weapons than that Chicago team, and I think they can spread Green Bay out and, and really um, really exploit this team. So um, I like Atlanta, too. I think they, they roll in this game. But I think it'll be high scoring, though. All right, so moving on, we have Houston at home hosting Detroit. Houston opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, lines held steady over under 45. Uh, Sean, what do you what do you make of the Lions? Do you think they're a, a actually a playoff contender here? I think they're a, a fairly bipolar team, right? Um, you know, they can, they can uh, grind out wins, and they can really get blown out, um, and I think they can blow teams out. So... Um, I think they're a team I don't particularly like to bet on just because you don't know what you're going to get from them week to week, um, where I think the Houston team is absolutely the opposite. I think you're going to get uh, the same play from that team week in and week out. Uh, not a lot of upside, um, not a lot of downside. Um, but but this week I like the, the upside of Detroit against a, a Houston team. Um, you know, three points is is – or two and a half is is less than I think that that Houston should be um, or Detroit should be uh, be laying in this game. Uh, well, yeah, no, I mean Houston Houston's laying the two and a half. So yes, yes. Um, sorry. Yeah, I think the, getting points, Detroit. I, I think one thing to keep an eye on with the Lions is you know last week uh, myself and I think a lot of people, including the odds makers, thought that that. Detroit-Washington game was going to be, you know, kind of a high-scoring one. Detroit's defense has really been lit up lately, but I think with the return of uh, Ziggy Ansah and their, you know, just their defense getting a little healthier and maybe kind of patching things together, they um, they, they looked better. So uh, I, I think that's something to monitor here, especially Houston's line, offensive line got banged up on Monday night. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards the Lions in this spot as a road dog. Is that four in a row we've agreed on? Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah. Well, let's let's see. I think this next one we're going to disagree. Um, New Orleans at home hosting Seattle uh, opened as New Orleans lane three and a half. It's since been bet down. Uh, you can you see some threes and some two and a halves out there. Probably not going to go much lower than that. Um, over under about forty eight, forty seven and a half. Uh, Sean, why don't you take this one? Yep. Um, you know me, Drew, Drew Brees at home. I'll, I'll take them, um, you know, against the Seattle team, I think, that had a um, pretty poor showing on um, on Sunday night. And I just don't think Russell Wilson's the same. I looked at some stats early this week, and his rushing yards, I think, consistently years past has been, you know, 20, 30, 40 yards a game. And he's this year averaging, you know, I think, uh, single digits as far as rushing yards. So, 
and not the same offense when he can't move the way uh, the way he's capable and extend those plays. So um, love Drew Brees at home coming off a bye, um, you know, on that on that turf. Yeah, you know, this is a, a really, I think, tough game for me to handicap. It, it The two and a half, I think I'm going to have to really look hard at Seattle because I do think they're the better team. But, um, you know, at it, it, three, especially three and a half, I would, I would grab New Orleans here. Again, they're just a, um, you know, at home they, they can throw it. I think they have the wideouts to kind of challenge um, Seattle downfield. And, you know, one thing when you look at the Seahawks defense is, very good defense, but and it did take a full overtime period. But you know Arizona was able to to move the ball on them uh, at least yeah. at least the second half there. And I think um, you know New Orleans at home has uh, um, you know somewhat of a comparable passing offense. So very very slight lean towards Seattle um, lane two and a half. But but at three, I would I would uh, maybe look at, at New Orleans here. Well, I'm, this is, I'm putting this as one of my best bets this week, Dave, so I'm, okay. I'll be on New Orleans. All right. So moving on, we have Buffalo at home hosting New England. Buffalo opened as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. This line has been bet up since. Uh, I see some mostly six-and-a-half, six say seven out there, over-under of 47. Uh, Sean, New England's been a – tough team for me this year I've actually I've been on the wrong side of them every week except one which is when they um hosted Buffalo with uh you know Jacoby Brissett banged up and got shut out uh you know their only loss of the season and I I think I'm I'm going against the the Patriots again um I, I don't know I think this is a lot of points against a, a Buffalo team that again I think just it seems to match up well with them, and you know you have you certainly have the the revenge factor and some other kind of angles that um, people might look at. But I think this Buffalo team is is decent, and um, you know that that Miami game they maybe wore down a little in the second half last week. But you know they were they were playing, uh, you know they were competitive in that, and um, yeah, I, I think I like Buffalo getting all these points at home. And, and I'm going to have to agree with you. I think, uh, you know, just from a matchup standpoint, I know you say you've been on the wrong side of, of these New England games, but um, a lot of them I feel like could have gone either way, right? And it's just that, that Belichickian factor of, you know, a few other tweaks. And it's, you know, instead of, and you look at the Pittsburgh line last week, there are plenty of opportunities for Pittsburgh to, to easily cover that game and just – um, really, you know, some poor coaching and some, some poor mistakes. So, um, no, I mean, again, I don't bet against New England, but, um, been, you know, from a pick standpoint, I, I, I'm going to take Buffalo this week. All right, so next game we have is uh, Cleveland hosting the Jets. Um, I think with the uncertainty at Cleveland, they're trying to <laughs> find who their, um, you know, 26th quarterback of the, the season is going to be. <laughs> Uh, no lines posted. All I see is a, is a two and a half. Really quick, uh, you think Cleveland can get their first win of the season here? I, I, not at all. It's, I, that line completely confused me. And this is going to be probably one of those games that they do get their their first win of the season based on that that number that I see there. Um, yeah. So I, I guess I mean tentatively looks like Kevin Hogan will be their starting quarterback. Who um, good good statistic I saw Kevin Hogan. Uh, 100-yard rushing games a season, one, Todd Gurley, zero. So that's, that's, the, that's the NFL for you. 
All right, so... Uh, so who are you taking in that game? Oh God! Uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look at the quarterback situation. If it if it's Kevin Hogan, uh, wow. I don't know. I mean, I mean, Cleveland. I, I don't think they're gonna go 0 and 16. So I would um, I, I would grab the points with them. Put it that way. If it's two and a half, I I'll, I'll take those points. Against the Jets team that looked a, a little better last week. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll see. I'm not. I wasn't really sold on the Jets. Last week. Okay. Uh, we'll, I we'll just, see how. I'm not. I, I just can't take Cleveland. Um, but again, a complete stay away. I, you're pretty. You got a problem if you're betting this game, right? Yeah, I agreed. <laughs> All right. So next we have Tampa Bay at home hosting Oakland. Uh, this game opened as a pick. Um, market has favored Tampa Bay since then. It's been bet up with the Bucks being a uh, lane one, one and a half over under a 49. So I, I got to say, you know, uh, I've been on. The wrong side of Oakland the last two weeks. I, I like this team a lot coming into the year. Uh, they kind of, you know, laid a egg against Kansas City, maybe a team they don't match up well with a couple weeks ago, but then really, I think, impressed me going on the road, taking care of uh, business at Jacksonville last week. And, you know, I, I think this is this is a good team. I mean, they've won four games on the road already. They have all the uh, kind of the, the makings of a, a playoff team. And, Tampa Bay, on the other hand, you know, they uh, rally from an early deficit on the road against San Francisco and, um, you know, handle the Niners pretty easily. But I don't think that necessarily makes them a, a good team. I've still got them rated well below the Raiders. So I, I'm going to uh, go with the, the Raiders on the road here. God, I, I, I have a hard time taking the Raiders on the road. Um, you know, early start game. Oakland's always been, I think, one of the worst teams in the league going, you know. But John, um, they're, they're 4 0 on the road this year with all of those factors coming really? into play. Okay. Yeah. The early that, start, all of that. 4 0 against the spread. 4 0, yeah, 4 0 straight up. So I, I'm pretty sure they've been a, a road dog. So, well, I don't, okay. I'm not sure about that Jacksonville. Or, no, no, they covered, yeah, that Jacksonville game. So, yeah. Um, I'm leaning towards Tampa Bay here again. I mean, this is a week that I, I'm probably going to take a backseat for most of these games. Um, but I, I, I still, for some reason, just can't grasp Oakland on the road um, for that, that early AM game on the East Coast. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I think Oakland's the superior team here. Um, you know, but, uh, um, yeah, if I had to lean one way, I'd go Tampa Bay. But, again, not a strong play for me. All right, next we have Indianapolis at home hosting Kansas City. Uh, the Chiefs as road favorites opened uh, lane three. Line has been since bet down to, let's say, two and a half, over under of 50. Um, you know, the Colts are, are a tough team, I think, to handicap week in and week out. Um, but I, I like them at home here against the Chiefs. I just think they, they match up well, um, being able to move the ball downfield and I know you're not a big Andrew Luck fan Sean but he was uh he was very good last week and um, uh, against which team was that again <laughs> it was against the Titans but you know okay it was it, there you know there were NFL players out there so um yeah I think you know I think this is just one of those cases where probably Kansas City is a better team overall but um I, I like the matchup here for Indianapolis um I think back to a, a few years ago when they uh, they matched up in the playoffs, and, and Indianapolis put up, I think it was, you know, 46 points, was really able to move the move the ball downfield uh, at will against this Chiefs defense that I think has 
you know, more uh, inclined to kind of grind it out. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the, the Colts getting getting points at home here. Yeah, I, I'm going to go completely opposite. I love Kansas City in this game, one of my best bets. Um, I've been pretty spot on with the Colts, I think, in my, my bets this year. Um, you know, I was on them last week. Again, I'm going to take them with points in a division game, and I'm going to pretty much bet against them against any other teams um, outside of their division this year. So um, I like Kansas City coming in here. I, I think you, you referenced that that game, you know, in the playoffs two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a, a drastically different Indianapolis team. Um, you know, they really can move the ball through the air if, if luck has protection. Um, I don't think he's going to get that against a Kansas City team that's, that's pretty savvy with, you know, um, on the defensive side of the ball. And, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of this indie team. I think they are, in the, you know, they could be in the bottom 10, bottom five teams in football, actually. So I'll be, I'll be on Kansas City pretty heavy. All right. Moving on, we have Denver at home hosting San Diego. Line opened at, um, with the Broncos lane six and a half, has since been bet down. I see uh, some fives, even a, a, we'll say five, five and a half prevailing number. Um, you know, an interesting line, especially when you consider just two weeks ago, Denver goes on the road um, to San Diego, uh, you know, lane points, and uh, the Chargers hang on for the win there. Uh, do you think this is too many points for the, the Broncos to be laying against a division rival? Uh, by far, yeah. I think, I mean, when I saw that six and a half come out, I thought that's, um, you know, that that's far too many points. If you... San Diego is a great team um, from a betting standpoint this year. Um, they're laying points in most every game and, and covering those. Um, so they're a team that keeps the game three points no matter who they're, they're, they're going up against, as we've seen. I mean, just some, some you know, stomach-crushing losses this year. So, um, yeah, I see this more as, you know, three and a half is, is where I had the number at. Um, you know, and I and I like San Diego. So uh, if I can get six and a half, if I can get even five points, I'm I'm comfortable uh, taking that number with San Diego. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I'd have to agree. I think one thing I um I would say the the mo is with Denver is when they play uh, bad quarterbacks like uh, Osweiler on Monday night, they tend to eat those guys up, and you know that that defense can really dominate. But you know, Philip Rivers very very professional, very solid, and um, you know I think also with the you know, division rival factor. They, I mean, the uh, Chargers played this team tough last year, um, even when they were a four-win team. So, yeah, I like um, if the, the Chargers getting anything more than three here. I'm going to lean with them as well. Yeah, I think, and you you talk about Philip Rivers. I mean, down 17 last week, um, down you know 20 in a lot of games, and, and able to bring that team back. So. Um, San Diego is a real feisty team. I, I like the way they play, and you know they're always going to fight at least till the end of the game to 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 make that close. So um, love backdoor cover options you have with them. Yeah, and, and again, I think Denver's offense is um, not not looking terribly explosive right now. I think Simeon's been kind of exposed, and you know they're keeping him in the the kind of the game manager role where right. they're going to run the ball a lot. So uh, that's an, another reason to really like the Chargers covering here. So next we have Carolina off the bye at home hosting Arizona. Carolina opened uh, as a two and a half point favorite. We'll say yeah, two and a half, uh, three. The line over under of forty eight. Um, 
Sean, you've you've liked these Panthers for several weeks now. Are you still on the bandwagon for them to bounce back here? I think if Cam's at quarterback, I, I have to be on them. But man, they are they are not the same team we had we saw last year, are they? No, they. I mean, you know, you look at their secondary where they drafted three rookies, and um, you know, Bradbury. I think they're their second round pick. He he looked pretty good, but he got um he got hurt and then their their other two guys I think got exposed. Uh I think Robert McLean, one of their veterans, he was um he's been out of the lineup. So apparently all of those guys are back for this game. So you know you think maybe their secondary will be a, be a little better, but yeah, this I don't know, this is a tough game to to handicap. Um you know, I mean Arizona, you know, their offense is um kind of has been inconsistent, but I think their defense has really played well against Seattle uh, on Sunday night. So, yeah, this this is a tough game for me to handicap. A very, very slight lean towards the Cardinals for me. Yeah, it's uh, – and, again, who thought these two teams would be where they're at right now? Um, you know, I mean, right. staring down both uh, – I think what's, what's the record here of uh, – Carolina has one, Car- one win, yeah. One win and, and, you know, Arizona with, with two, right? Or, so Yeah, I think three, three, and one. So Three, three. Okay, yeah, the tie. So, um, yeah, I mean, teams that we both thought would possibly contend for the, the title this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tough tough game to match. Um, I, I've been disappointed in both teams. Actually, probably more, um, you know, I, I don't think the Cardinals are have the potential upside that they had last year. I just don't think Carson Palmer is the same quarterback. Um, where I've seen Cam actually, you know, able to produce this year despite, you know, the weaknesses on the defense. So, uh, you know, give me, I'll be on Carolina one more week and um, just to take a look at what, what they have here and, and off the bye, maybe Cam's healthy and they, like you mentioned, they get everything back and, and hopefully realigned. But um, yeah, tough, tough game. I'll probably, you know, for the most part, stay away. Yeah. I mean, Carson Palmer, when you look at what he did last year, do you think that was a an aberration or that, you know, this year he's um, still due for a, a bounce back or what's your kind of diagnosis on him? I think he's, you know, they, I think it's like um, golfers, they say, right? Like the people that are good at golf are really, really smart or really, really stupid. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just that, that like, I think his, um, Carson, you look at Carson Palmer and he's just, he overthinks things. And I think the the playoff game last year really weighed on him. You know, look at, look at a guy like Jake DeLome, kind of, it was never the same after, you know, that, that awful playoff game that he had. So I, I think that's what you see from him. I think his confidence is, is really low. Um, I don't think he's throwing the ball with the same authority that he did last year. And, um, you know, unless he, he gets a bit of confidence over these next few weeks, I don't, I don't really like him uh, the rest of the season. Okay, yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, I, I looked at Arizona and, and – Pittsburgh as, you know, those two, you know, just really potent downfield passing teams. And obviously Roethlisberger, when he's healthy, has still got it. But um, that's really been, you know, missing for the most part from, from Arizona this year. But uh, Remember you know, we talked about those players who are really, really dumb? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ben. <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah, he, he, can, he can check it downfield, though. And, All right. Yeah. All right, so moving on here, we have Dallas at home hosting Philadelphia. Dallas Open is a four and a half point favorite. Uh, lines held steady over under of forty three and a half. Uh, Sean, similar to the the AFC South um, with the NFC East, you know I think these teams are all better. 
but I, I don't see a lot of separation between these teams. I mean, obviously Dallas has looked really good so far, but, um, you know, I think Philadelphia is a, is a solid team as well. They, um, you know, obviously defense really came to play against Minnesota last week. So, yeah, I, I like the Eagles getting anything more than three points here. And, and I'm going to agree with you here. I think, you know, anytime you look at that, that division, it, it really all games should be, you know, a three-point spread to the, you know, the home team laying that. So um, I'll be on Philadelphia again here. Um, I, I like, I really like this Dallas team. I like both teams' teams, actually. But I really like this Dallas team. I like the way they game managed. But, um, again, division rivals, um, I'll, I'll take the extra point and a half that I think I'm getting here. Right. And uh, finally, moving on, we have Monday night game, Chicago at home hosting Minnesota. Uh, indications are that Jay Cutler will be uh, back at quarterback for the Bears. Um, you know, the thing with Jay Cutler is he's, I think the, the optics with him are bad, especially when he's playing poorly. You know, just kind of throws interceptions, shrugs his shoulders, and, you know, mopes on the sideline. And um, I think people have uh, a skewed opinion of, of him. But I, I think he's, you know, He's a league average quarterback for me and someone who's very competent. And I think with him uh, back there for Chicago, you know, I think their defense, uh, like I mentioned before, has kind of righted the ship somewhat. Um, you know, it was competitive against Green Bay. Their rookie pass rusher, Leonard Floyd, has looked, uh, you know, has looked really good. And that's, um, you know, I think key uh, against a Minnesota line that, um, you know, struggled to protect. Sam Bradford at all, so I, I like the Bears a lot here, um, getting all these points at home. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way. If Jay Cutler's starting quarterback, I mentioned probably you know several podcasts ago that he has this ADD factor, right? And he can look really really good for two quarters, but then you know the other quarter and a half or or two of the game, he just you know loses his attention and you know um, isn't as focused as he needs to be. And against a Minnesota defense like this, you, you need to play four solid quarters, and I don't think you get that from Jay Cutler. Um, so I, I actually like Minnesota to, to to blow this one open. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I guess how I see this Minnesota team is they're, the, the games that they're going to cover will be, um, you know, due to their defense, forcing some turnovers and getting some short fields. But I, I think that offense, um, you know, kind of, got exposed last week. And I, and I also see this team as um, on the road. I, I don't like them nearly as much as at home. I think at home they can, um, they'll be marketably better. So, but we'll and, and I would normally agree. Um, but again, if, you know, I think if, if you actually start the third string quarterback there in Chicago, I would be more apt to take Chicago, but I, I just see Cutler's, you know, lack of a focus and attention to detail um, as an issue against, especially a really strong defense like Minnesota. All right, so we're on the opposite side there. All right, well, that uh, wraps up all the games for this week, Sean, so thanks for joining in. Thanks, Dave.